Hello, everybody. My name hey. is Mike Stroh. This is the State of Mind podcast on Radio Regent Park. And today we have a hand, almost a handful of very special guests. Uh, it's the Mindful yeah. MCs. And we're here to talk about their music, their lives, their journeys, their advocacy, and everything else. So I guess we'll go in, in clockwise, right? Yeah. Okay. So we'll start here with Jamie. Jamie, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your connection to the group? Sure. So my name's Jamie. My MC name is Gladitude. So it's about sharing that glad, grateful attitude, <laughs> the, sharing the love, sharing that feeling of, of joy and just really honoring life and, and really seeing, like really appreciating that like this life is truly a gift. Uh, there's been times in my life where I wasn't sure I was going to make it or be alive. And so every day is, is truly, it's, it's truly blessed. So that's, that's a little bit about myself. Um, yeah. That's lovely. Yeah. All right. Next around the clock. Um, so yeah, my name is uh, Brian Bravo, MC name B Square. That kind of comes from the two Bs that I come from, and U Square. I just did a little bit of like the Pythagorean theorem, you know. You mm -hmm. know, A Square plus B Square equals C Square. You know, that equals me. <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. Um, I wasn't that good at math though, so I'm sorry about that. But um, yeah, um, my journey kind of comes from ups and downs, my peaks of depression. And uh, that journey kind of made me who I am today. And because I'm part of this cool crew, who are the Mindful MCs. Mindful MCs. Um, we kind of got together in different areas like Learn or CAMH or CMHA. So we kind of know each other for, I think, a, at least a decade. At least two decades, maybe. Three wow. years, something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decades. <laughs> Three decades. Three decades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get it confused sometimes. Yeah. That's amazing. Okay. Um. Yeah. My uh. My name is Hernan. My uh, MC name is uh, E T. Uh. I I chose just it. the letter E T. Yeah. I'm writing them down here. Just no so. worries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just straight up E T. The letters. Um. Uh, that came from just feeling just feeling like isolated for like a large portion of my life and just feeling like I didn't belong and I didn't fit in with like any any pocket of society and just feeling like completely like isolated and disconnected from the world so I felt like an alien and mm -hmm. uh yeah a couple of times in my life I've been called an alien too just because like I was always kind of different and weird I guess and uh yeah that doesn't uh, at first, I think it was, like, extraterrestrial, like, MC extraterrestrial, but then, like, I think, like, as a group, we're like, yo, E.T. sounds cooler, and so I think <laughs> I, I decided, I was like, yeah, E.T., I like it, and, uh, yeah, the, <clears throat> I guess, like, a little bit about my story and how I met, got, like, involved with uh, these people here today and the Mindful MCs is, uh, yeah, like, everyone here has, like, their own background story dealing with, like, mental health or addictions and, uh, yeah, for me, I battled through a lot of just uh, paranoia and depression and anxiety and just feeling, just feeling like, like always, like stressed out and not feeling like myself and, uh, yeah, basically stuff like that and that like emotions kind of led me into like substance use, 
nothing nothing too too bad just uh dealt with like some uh alcohol addiction and some weed addiction throughout the course of my life uh i'm gladly you know say like right now it's like i've been sober for <clears throat> around six months and uh nice. so yeah i'm feeling like really happy and really glad like mc gratitude <laughs> and uh, yeah you know so i just feel grateful again and i feel happy so yeah and that's uh yeah that's like a little bit of how i came across awesome yeah just to throw my own two cents into that well do you i don't know if any of you listen to outcast or whatever yeah mm-hmm. out of this world do you know the song like extraterrestrial we're gonna have to play it at the <laughs> yeah. out of this world are you aliens oh it's amazing Okay, Mishak, or let me speak into the mic. Mishak, can you tell us a bit about yourself, please? Yeah, sure. My name's Mishak. My MC name is Shakalaka. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. And I've been with this group for about a couple of years now. Known most of them for at least a couple of years or a few years. And I want to say shout out to Jamal, aka J Small. JJ Small. Yeah, my brother who couldn't be here today we're holding it down for you and um yeah just like they said we met at learn which is a CAMH outpatient program with a lot of helpful support groups everything from music groups to writers groups peer support groups and we started performing at talent shows there and gradually did more and more worked our way up to uh paid gigs and now we've done quite a few this year and just really excited about um Lots of opportunities and projects we're working on for this year. So, yeah. Cool. Thanks. It's, I'm, I'm not, I don't get to look into Meshach's face when he's talking <laughs> due to the setup in here. So I'm staring at the back of his head. And uh, anyway, just so, <laughs> just to point that out, um, I like looking at people when they talk. So, anyhow, uh, due to the nature of this studio setup. Okay. So, um, is, Everybody, wait, You is it you two that have known each other for that long? You uh, said two decades actually, or something. Yeah, we met in, in, back a, in 2009. Okay. Yeah. Oh, actually, so just entering in the Europe. second decade. Yeah, yeah. Okay. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> cool, but still, that's cool. So how, where, was it from high school? Or? Yeah, from yeah. high school. So um, yeah. I think I would just... I, I found the yearbook actually the other day and I was showing That's him. That's so weird, yeah. And it it kind of turned me out, out because yeah. we had like the same last name and I don't know, like... Yeah. You have I the same last name. It's a typo, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. E.T. and I were talking yesterday about this feeling like we were all kind of meant to meet. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. we're all sort of connected in some kind of way and it sort of feels fateful that we kind of came together and like it just feels really, feels right. Yeah, yeah honestly, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and so you all met at Learn. In the, um, I mean, okay, hold on. Can we go back to the high school story? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> did you both go to high school in Toronto? Yeah, yeah. 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 So then we kind of like uh, went our separate ways. Yeah. And then um, I think it's when we reconnected at CMHA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was like near my end. And kind of, I think around your end too, right? Of that program? Of, uh, no, when I met you, like, I just started. Oh, you just started? I was just came coming into the program. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it was then, like, um, 2015. Yeah. Like that, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, 
he kind of looks at me. I look at him. And he's like, we're like, hey, I know you. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, aren't you Portuguese? I'm like, no, I'm Ecuadorian. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah blew my mind. I'm like, you're Ecuadorian now, man. This is crazy. Yeah, we're yeah. meant to meet again. Yeah, it was, yeah like, so it, was, it was pretty good. So wait, is learn part of CMHA or CAMH? It's, CAMH. Um, yeah, it's CAMH. It's CAMH. CAMH. Yeah. yeah, like cool. these guys and myself and Brian actually met before learn okay. at CMHA, but we kind of all came together at learn. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's when stuff really started happening. Yeah, when we because they would have open our uh, coffee houses. Yeah, and they'd invite us to perform to perform, share. We'd sh- talk a little bit about our story, and at that point, we're wait all, individually. Uh, how so? Then how so? How did it go from you as individuals to a group? Uh, it was. It was. A, we collaborated a lot of times. Yeah. So it's like we would do at like the pieces. open mic thing. Yeah. Okay. We would do like pieces together, and then we also have like pieces where we would do separately. Mm-hmm. So it's like uh, it's like we've always been kind of collabing because yeah. we all like kind of like I don't know like I guess like like just like realize that like like there's like some really talented people here and could add to like the performances and stuff like that. Cause yeah. So I was like, yeah, why not collab and you know like have fun with it basically. And so yeah, no, it was it was really fun. Cool. So. Yeah, yeah, like Learn was, it's like very much like an arts-based, experience-based place. And so, you know, writing group, cooking group, walking, Not art, group, music, and, and there, the space felt like a living room. So we would just kind of hang out and we would bond and jam and share what we had. Like we would write rhymes and then we'd share them and... And then we, you know, there would be coffee houses, and we say, "Hey, we should, we should like do something together." Uh-huh. And uh, you know, we were all like still going through our own, you know, like there, it was like not, at least for myself personally, like it was not a, an easy time for me. But to have people kind of see what you've created and, and encourage you and support you and say, "Hey, like you should really share that," or like that's amazing, like it, it's, yeah, it feels really good. And um, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. And mm-hmm. How long was that before you you were all kind of like let's do this kind of thing? How was that a long process or not really or trial and error at all or it was yeah it was the group has gone through different formations like at first it was myself Hernan and Jay Small for a good I don't know six months or something yeah. and then and then Gladitude joined the crew and then we had another member who was with us for a bit that left and then. B Square joined October of last year, and it's pretty much since she, since he joined that we took things seriously and got more professional. Basically, all of our success is because of Brian. Okay, so Brian, stick around after. And we'll but yeah, already. basically, yeah. Since around October of last year, we've been doing it a lot more professionally, a lot more seriously. So it took a good like two years around. I, I feel like to or. Just over a year, yeah. and a half, year and a half or so to get to that point. Okay, I know Mishak. You have a bit of a background in music, right? Like you've been mm-hmm. a musician. Uh, can you tell us about that? How that's part of this, maybe? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, music for me literally goes back to my childhood, and I could say is definitely in my blood because my dad is a Juno Award winner, my uncle's a Grammy Award winner, and I I grew up around jams and going to the studio with them watching the rehearsals and things like that but i actually didn't take up music and really take it seriously until i was older in life maybe like 18 somewhere around there and i i played the drums for a few years took that really seriously played in some bands 
But not until you were like in high school. Or yeah, older, yeah. I, okay. I was a late starter. Like a lot of my other siblings started younger. Okay. And um, did lessons and all that. But yeah, I started late. And yeah, I just played in bands and things like that. Played, did some sessions in this, the studio or a session and some gigs with my dad that he connected me with. And um, I kind of just, I mostly did it on the side though, because I went to university and it was hard to stick to it going through the mental health and addictions issues I had. But yeah, I definitely have a, a long background of being exposed to music and playing um, instruments such as like drums or, or piano. And that's actually been really helpful in um, working on these Mindful MCs hip hop instrumentals um, with my bro having some of that musical background. Cool. What about anybody else? Musical backgrounds or? So I guess for myself, it was always my, my grandpa that was always playing the piano. Um, and I guess from that, I would grow up listening to usually my brother. He was, he was like really into hip hop, actually. So he'd always be listening to like, I remember just specifically just like Eminem or Biggie Smalls or like Big L. And, then, uh, and he'd always like <laughs> have me in the car. And he had When was he born? Um, what year? He's well right now. He's like he's the same year as me. I think. Yeah, yeah. What's, yeah. So wow, and he was listening to Big Al, and and because that's Big Al's from my age group yeah, yeah. background. Anyway, yeah, I just was curious because yeah, they wanted to like um they were kind of like into hip hop too, so they were like playing around with like recording and like yeah writing. cool. So they're actually in a recording studio sometimes. Yeah. Um, Big so, Al. Yeah, I just remember being around that and then him like just having me in the car and having the, the subwoofer like. Back in the day, would be like, <laughs> like one of those annoying cars. Yeah, but it, it was fun because um, I guess that that's what attached. Sure. To yeah. That. Cool. And uh, sometimes I would hear to these old tracks, and I'd be like, "Oh, I actually know those lyrics. That's cool. Yeah, like, I remember that, but I don't remember hearing it." Kind of. Yeah. yeah. Did, it, did it start to interrupt? Didn't your mom like also like play guitar? Oh yeah, my mom played guitar. Bit? Yeah. 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 She um she had a guitar that I brought to high school and I broke the string one day. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've just told her like recently, or if not right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so uh, my musical background is sort of similar to Meshack, where both my parents are musicians. We had a studio in our house, wow. like in the basement, cool. um, and yeah, being around jams and songwriters. Uh, I think for a long time I was more more like just a, a real music enthusiast. I really uh, became obsessed back in the day of like listening to I, I like my goal was to like hear every song in the world. Like it bothered me that there was music out there that I didn't know existed. So that was my uh, my like downloading torrents as a kid and like yeah, doing my thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually got kicked off a Napster <laughs> by Dr. Dre. Um, so yeah, yeah, I've just been like a big hip hop lover since I was since I was younger. Um, and yeah, just kind of didn't know exactly where I fit into all of that musically. Uh, I would. I started playing guitar a little bit more in high school and um yeah and and I would I would learn other people's songs like I would learn different verses like there were certain verses that stuck out to me like mm-hmm. hip hop verses and would kind of pull those out of parties <laughs> people would <laughs> people would kind of be like shocked and uh and then now like the last few years I've been <laughs> writing my own verses and it's just like taking it to a whole whole other place Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, I guess for myself, um, my my mom, she's always told me that when she was like a little kid, like her dream was to uh to be like a a singer, 
Because, like, e- even, like, to this day, like, she's really, like, into, like, singing. And just, like, she's always listening to music and dancing in the kitchen while she's cooking or something like that. So, That's nice. yeah, she's, I guess, like, if, if there is someone that I would would have picked up music from, it would have been my mother. Because, like, my father, like, he wasn't really in the picture. And uh, I know he used to play guitar. He used to listen to a lot of, like, uh, Kansas and, like, Boston and ACDC, like, old school, like, <laughs> rock bands like that. And But he wasn't in the picture that for, like, long. So it's, like, really who I've been, like, with pretty much, like, my whole life has been my mom. And she's always, like, had music playing. I remember when I was a little kid, I used to, like, follow along. She used to do a lot of, like, folk Spanish music. So I used to, like, have this tiny little guitar and a poncho. <laughs> I used to, like, pretend I was, like, the singer and stuff like that. So... Yeah, and... Is there pictures of that? No, <laughs> thankfully, no. <laughs> oh, I want pictures, too. And then, obviously, for me, like, I I fell in love with hip-hop. Um, I guess for me, it was more of, like, an outlet. Like, just, like, uh, helped me, like, release a lot of anger and a lot of just, like... Just a lot of tension that was, like, inside of me. And uh, a big, big uh, musician that I've always listened to and looked up to and is an, I'm inspired by is uh, Tupac. So it's, like, um, I guess, like, I guess it would be, like, my mom and Tupac that really got me into, like, like music and writing and just, the po- like, with Tupac, I always liked because of his poetry. He was, like, a poet first, and, like, I really admire that. Um, I got a book at home. It's, like, <laughs> called Rose That Grew From The Concrete. It's, like, about, mm-hmm. like, it's a book about, like, that holds, like, all of his poems before it became famous because he used to be part of, like, this po- po- poetry group. Um, like in high school and like they just wrote poems and stuff like that so it's like yeah there's like a whole collection it's really cool to like read through him it just shows like his sensitive side and yeah so it's, uh, yeah. i just like really admire that and yeah i guess that's for me where it comes from yeah awesome and do you when you perform as a group do you ever play instruments or is that part of the maybe future or do, do you first of all do you play instruments while you perform we did recently yeah yeah okay cool yeah, yeah i want to hear i want to we did a an interesting gig at a CAMH inpatient unit recently uh-huh. and uh yeah we played guitars and a little percussion wow. and we've talked about maybe doing some of our songs like acoustic or with instruments so it's something we've just very briefly like experimented with but something we definitely would want to do more of in the future wow so you performed in an inpatient unit Mm -hmm. like behind the locked doors Mm -hmm. you know how some yeah this one like wasn't as secure like there were clients there who were from the forensic unit and things like that but they were supervised it was no yeah so not necessarily forensic unit but you know how in an inpatient unit often you get off the elevators or whatever it is and then you have to go through the nursing station to go through so was it inside that you know this is a it was more of an inpatient program but okay it wasn't it it wasn't in the okay cool cool cool. no that's why i was trying to picture it in the unit because i've been i've seen a few different ones yeah yeah yeah. in the future i think we will well yeah yeah, i don't know if that's allowed but that would be pretty amazing yeah. So cool. So what? So what did you? How did? The, how did you decide to do the instruments, or how did you go? How did that come about? I guess it was, it was a like a jam 
like partially okay. a jam yeah where because it was like our shows are often you know there's very energetic and lively and loud and this was more like a small room we didn't want to do that right uh, in that kind of space, so we kind of unplugged uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, some of our tracks, and uh, yeah, we we did some acoustic guitar, acoustic. Jay Small played the guitar, and yeah. Um, yeah, sweet. for uh, Ain't About. That is pretty sweet. Yeah, cool. Um, I guess the reason I ask is, can you hear me from over there? Yeah, I'm speaking. Yeah, okay, because <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'm hearing. Uh, okay, so. <laughs> Um, I guess the only real job I've ever had is producing festivals. So I used to be to do, I used to produce concerts basically. And I was always curious. So one, having a a hip hop group with five members Mm -hmm. is, I don't want to say it's not common, but it's less common than it is with one or two MCs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it was always interesting to observe how that looked, you know, from the, I guess, event producer, promoter kind of side of things mm-hmm. um, and how that worked in terms of the performance. Mm-hmm. And then there were other groups who had five or so MCs, sometimes a couple less or more, but, and then they would have maybe a drummer or a, mm-hmm some instrumental stuff going on and I just I wonder um I'm trying to picture y'all up on the up on a stage performing and those are some of the things I think about I yeah and I wonder maybe how has that pro- of learning how to perform together and how to mingle those things together I assume is not easy um but I'm just curious yeah how that how that works you know yeah, it's uh, it's it's been a learning process yeah. because yeah. it's yeah. it's uh, it's like the sharing of space and sometimes even the the mic wires or like going <laughs> to a venue, yeah. going yeah. to a venue and you have no idea what equipment's there right. or yeah. what's going on. But yeah, like we're often like kind of hopping over wires yeah. and like yeah. one person Passing goes up, mics. does their verse, yeah. passing mics. Sometimes And sometimes our sounds coming out of an amp, yeah. like our voices. Yeah. Or... But I, I definitely think it's improved like yeah. with, with our movements mm-hmm. too. And it's almost like when you're presenting up there, it's like you're really seeing your sensitive side too. Mm-hmm. Um, so I remember like we have, we have like videos of every performance, if not photos, mm-hmm. but we were looking at, I think our first gig and we were kind of just like separate, but not united as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess even the one that we just did recently at the art cart, was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we were like having fun. So it was pretty cool. That is pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting a lot better at just knowing what the other person is like thinking or it's almost like a sixth sense we're mm-hmm. developing yeah. where it's like if somebody starts like this dance move like we just like naturally <laughs> yeah, just are mimicking it, it. Yeah. and we're we're working more and more on like detailed choreography but we don't come from dance backgrounds right so right <laughs> we're kind of limited but we're really excited because this month we're going to do a dancing lesson from a professional mm-hmm. choreographer but yeah it's been a really fun process performing mm-hmm. on stage it's like a lot of it is just really like feeding off of each other's energy and then just like giving that to the crowd so they can feed off of it and like we we actually do you know like each other and our friends (laughs) that helps i think yeah i think that helps i think that i think the audience can feel can feel that like we've got a lot of compliments uh, and feedback about that right 
before we go on stage, we always do like a bit of bit of an energizer, a bit of a check in. Yeah. It's really beautiful, actually. Like even rehearsals or going before going on stage, we I we are like a peer support group in that we yeah. we kind of check in with each other in all ways. Like, okay, how are you feeling today? Like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about it. Um, which is beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's very empowering. Um, and then, yeah, we'll do like energizer games, which get us into that vibe yeah. and kind of get yeah. us get us looking at each other and like yeah, yeah, on the same wavelength. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, Jay Small always yeah. leads the improv. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> amazing, loosening yeah. us up, exactly. getting yeah. getting rid of all those nerves, just getting connected. So we'll sad. do a little qigong, yeah. a little breathing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's super cool. Mishak usually wins the games, though. <laughs> oh. I never lose. No. <laughs> uh, oh, that's okay. I took one. One I wanted to go explore the the choreography, the dance lessons. But uh, oh, and I lost my other question. What was it? Uh, um, my mind is just not settled, so I keep losing things. Okay, what about the dance choreography? How does that come into uh, play? You want to leave this one, Jane? Sure. Well, again, this is like... So, typically, our setup, there's, you know, five of us. Yep. And we'll do the hook. We'll, like, share the hook, and then someone will go up and, and share their verse. Yeah. And, like, in the background, we'll we'll be doing some subtle like not too distracting moves mm-hmm. uh and it's yeah sometimes it's just like one person's doing it and then we follow along and we gotta yeah. do a little bit of practice on uh, mimicking too yeah. yeah we've been doing a lot yeah. of practice and how does that i mean do you come up with those ideas on your own or does someone else say hey you should do this and then right now we're doing it yeah, yeah. uh we're yeah we're we're hoping to get some some guidance yeah. some help right now yeah. but yeah. Yeah, that can't it's, be it's, it's an fun. easy process to It's it's difficult to I find self assess and then self coach and then mm-hmm. self reflect oh, yeah. and then mm-hmm. that's like a It is. Yeah. Yeah, it's been it's been interesting watching back footage mm-hmm. and kind of looking at ourselves and <laughs> Yeah. And, yeah. And just what? like watching our body language. Yeah, the first couple of performances we did, I think I would literally be like, yo, guys, like, I never really know what to do when I'm, like, in the back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I don't know what to do. I'm just, like, moving my hands, like, moving around a little bit, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, that was... <laughs> but but our, our live show has come a long way. Like, it really, yeah. really has. Yeah. And do you rehearse often and stuff? Or? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, we do. Rehearse before the shows. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. Before the shows. We got another show coming up. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> May 9th, Man Mage Fashion Show. Nice. 1.30 p.m., be there or be square. <laughs> <laughs> Is it in the big gym there? It's in the big gym, hosted yeah. by Jeannie Baker. Yeah, Jeannie, exactly. yeah, that's right. And I heard yeah. there's a judge from one of those top model shows who's, like, really famous. It's going to be there, too. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, and, yeah. and the fashion shows for... Um, like Camage Foundation or what? What is it exactly about? I believe suits it's, me fine. Suits me fine. Yeah, and I believe it's it's all Camage clients who are modeling. Wow, cool! And it is it a, a hats hats on right? Or hats, oh yeah, hats ah, on for awareness is yeah. sponsoring. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, I've heard of them. They're doing some cool stuff. I still can't remember that question I wanted to ask. <laughs> it was all, all, so killing me. Thing about dancing for me, yeah, like dancing. 
in front of other people was literally one of my biggest fears all my life. Yeah. And joining this group, I've actually been able to get over it. And uh, it's it's yeah. a good feeling. It's a good that feeling. is a good feeling. I, like I looked at some of the earlier footage when we started, and I was just very like shy, very mm. kind of timid, kind of awkward with with it. And now it's like, oh man, I actually got some swag. I actually yeah. got some confidence. And it's like getting a, a bit more natural moving. But it, yeah, it's going to be amazing to actually get help from a professional who does this like yeah no kidding for for a living so we'll just get even more in sync and just look right. even more together and everything cool. yeah so we'll probably be doing the worm too i can do it <laughs> i haven't broken it out yet but i can do i've been waiting oh, yeah, i waiting for that he squared broke out the worm at like your first performance i don't know if you guys remember <laughs> that at the benthway show you Didn't freaking I? went on the floor you started yeah going, yeah yeah, yeah that, was, that. that was hilarious oh, really? yeah oh, yeah, yeah you did man yeah. that's amazing yeah, oh my god yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you had a cape. Yeah, you had a cape. What? <laughs> okay, wait. I remember my question. Yes. Uh, I'm curious, and maybe it's it is or it isn't there. Um, the connection between I don't know what it's like self awareness, self expression, and articulating your emotions or your uh, deeper experiences, maybe. Um, and in the context of mental health and recovery and, and starting to heal, I know personally, and in many cases, that's a big part of healing, right? Is expressing and, and talking about what's going on inside of you. And that is often very difficult if you're not used to doing that. Mm -hmm. And then if you compare that to getting on stage and performing in front of people, like I, mm -hmm. there's a parallel there, I think for sure. And I'm curious if, for you as individuals, if that, if it's, if the process of healing and recovery and mental health, et cetera, is directly correlated to your performance as a group or as a individual musician. Um, and is that connected? And is there any mutually supporting things going on there? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think, um, when I was actually in Humber River Hospital uh, for my mental health, I was there probably for, like, I think five weeks. But as soon as I got there, I didn't really know how to express myself. So that's what I would do. First thing I would do, as soon as I got there, I was like, hey, I need a pencil and I need a paper. Okay, here you are. So I, like, I was just writing, 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 writing. I think it was, most of it was gibberish, but I was writing rhymes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like they probably thought I was, like, writing gibberish. Um <laughs> But I guess that was kind of my little way of kind of figuring out an outlet that like I was kind of familiar with. So then sometimes some of the nurses or the workers there would come up to me and be like, oh, yeah. I remember there was one going. Um, she would always like want me to share. And she was like, oh, can, can you share? I'm like, yeah, 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 okay. And um, so I like share it with her. And she'd be like, oh, my gosh, that's so cool. Like, mm. You're going to be like, oh, my gosh, you're going to be like the next big thing. <laughs> like She would always like give me that confidence. And I would just like kind of laugh and giggle. <laughs> but and kind of be like no 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 just like just just for me you know yeah um and then um i guess i started doing that writing more on paper was like when i got out and it was kind of my way of helping because there was an impatient there i remember that i actually shared a piece with and it helped her get through her struggles and that kind of brought a little bit of confidence on my stuff so i guess fast forward um I was in a coma for a, a bit because I did some, like, 
bad choices pretty much mm -hmm. and then um just coming out of that i uh focused on like more again writing and then i started getting closer with like um like meshack and and hernan through uh cmha and then we just started hanging out more they started coming over and we started doing like freestyles and like just yeah. like um <laughs> sharing pieces really and then that was a little bit of again like breaking like outside of your box yeah, yeah. getting into your comfort zone and um eventually it was it was very healing mm -hmm. it was a very healing process but it was like not easy just to be able to share yeah is there a little bit of, of that every time you go on the stage yeah, I always kind of feel like I think the first performance when I was wearing a cape, yeah. I was like, "No, I gotta be a hero." You know, I got I gotta save people. I gotta like bring justice, bring justice like yeah, a superhero. Justice League. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess I intentionally wanna help people who have been kind of in same some similar situations or struggles. Yeah, I think that's our kind of mission. Cool. Too. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. anybody else along those, that line? Yeah, sure. I really identify with that question actually, because for me, literally every single experience in my life, I'll turn it into a song <laughs> or I'll turn it into a poem. And that's my way of dealing with it. That's my way of learning from it. Like if something bad happens to me, it's like I get, I get fired or something like that, or somebody like tells me off and I, I feel hurt or this and that it's like i'm gonna turn that into a song i'm gonna turn, <laughs> I'm gonna turn that into a rap i'm gonna turn that into a poem and it it helps me so much to uh work out those feelings and it's like if i didn't have that outlet i know i'd be doing way worse with my mental health way worse with my emotional health and um it's, it's fun too and it also gives me opportunities to to connect with other people like these guys mindful mcs when when I collaborate and like uh, part of our hope is that, that we can inspire other people to um, find that healing too, through whatever they, whatever art they choose to do. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. For, for myself, like, I guess like I, I always have these like flashbacks or like these memories of when I was like a child, like very, very little, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Like I, I couldn't express, I couldn't tell, I couldn't share how I felt for some reason, like, like verbally. Like, uh, even to my mom, I couldn't tell her I loved her or tell her, like, how much I could appreciate her. And, like, even, like, I remember having, like, you know, like, <laughs> elementary-type relationships with, like, a, with a person. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I could never talk to the to the girl and tell her, like, like I love you or, like, you're beautiful. I, I could never do that. So, like, even way back as a child when I was, like, eight around that time i remember like the way i would tell my mom i loved her like on mother's day or her birthday or so so day like that it was like i would write it like i literally write it down be like i love you mom like you mean so much to me you know something like that and then because i couldn't say it verbally for some reason every time i would try to say it like verbally I, like i would choke i would freeze and i couldn't let it out so the same thing at elementary when i had like than like a like a girlfriend or something like that like i i would communicate with her like through letters because like if, if she was like right in front of me i, I couldn't speak like I'll, I'll be mute so i literally have to write like i love you like you look so beautiful today mm -hmm. things like that you know like uh, like unfortunately like a lot of my relationships didn't last 
because I think that was like a big part of it is just like the girl like it's like why can't she like speak to me you know like what's wrong mm. with you and I was just like I don't know what's what's wrong with me like I inside you know I'm like I don't know why I can't do this yeah. you know so it's like for myself like I guess like the same thing with Vishak writing I, I, I tend to like cope with writing it's just like whenever I experience something or I feel it this like an intense emotion that comes up or anything like that like some something goes on something's happening whether it's here or like internally I just like write it down turn it into a poem or a song or however it just it just like flows out and yeah so definitely like through art I, I definitely heal definitely healed a lot mm-hmm. through expressing mm-hmm. myself through the, through art so for sure I definitely love I was telling Jamie yesterday how much I I fell in love with art. At uh, <clears throat> yeah, at learn is where I like really, really realized how much I really loved writing and poetry and art and music and painting. So it's like I I really appreciate and love art because it's it's like it's it's healing and it's it's there's something special, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the transformative power of the arts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. And uh, this this idea, the importance of feeling our feelings, like really feeling our feelings. I think for myself, uh, I've held on to guilt and shame and like anger, uh, really like didn't really express anger for a long, long, long time. And absolutely like hip hop has helped me to explore that side of myself and going on stage and sharing those words and getting angry on stage uh, <laughs> is, uh, yeah, it's like I, I would have never have dreamt of being able to do that. Um, and just this idea of like giving yourself permission to shine and like not hiding, not not playing small, like allowing yourself to shine and inspiring others to do the same. Uh, so like a lot of these these things that we've been doing in these moments that we have it's like this full circle feeling of healing it's like wow like something that was so horrendous and so awful that happened in my life like if there's any positivity anything good that can come out of that then like there's so much meaning to that you know Mm -hmm. i have been i don't know what the word in a relationship with the thing inside of me that wants to cause me suffering and not let myself shine or whatever. When you said that, I think that's a huge, it's like we collectively hamper each other and then individually we do. And I think that's also why we're so moved when we see somebody else who's kind of like, screw it. I'm just (laughs) letting this out. And it's like, you, it's like a force that comes out of them. Um, Yeah. I'm curious. Is there any of that inside of you individually and maybe as a group too? Do you ever think like I had a, in my conversations with one of my therapists, I guess my main therapist, um, who's a doctor too. So it's anyhow, he said, well, before you go, oh no, he said, when the next time you go in front of a big group, Tell, say it out loud. Say, I don't know if I'm actually worthy to be here, mm. um, but for some reason I am. Mm. So here we go, kind of thing. Because I'm always there's like that voice inside of me that's you don't deserve just it. like acknowledge it, just just it. yeah, and just yeah, like, like call it, it out. Because mm. um, then it doesn't have as much power over you. I don't know. It's a weird like self 
it's almost like masochistic in a way. It's like we want to cause ourselves pain and suffering so that we can't be free. I don't know. That's kind of how it works with me, but I'm curious if that affects you as a performer. Um, yes or no? Some people, it's just like, nah, screw it. I don't know. Anybody? It's a bit I of a deep... part of like um, challenging yourself too. Because um, sometimes I'll go on stage and I, I might be having like a terrible like inside maybe like i didn't sleep well or maybe i'm just very like paranoid or yeah um and then maybe i'll go on stage and i'll kind of use that as an outlet mm. so it's kind of weird because i know what you mean sometimes it's like sometimes you have something at the back of your head maybe telling you like oh no you're not maybe like you're, or you're not good enough you know like something like holding you back and then sometimes you, you just kind of you can't just ignore the thoughts because They'll just kind of either linger somewhere else or pile up kind of yeah. thing. So um, myself, sometimes writing it down, when I was writing it down, it would kind of like how Misha was saying, it's like you you have like a story and you kind of, I was, whenever you put it down, it's like, oh, wow, this is gold. But, mm -hmm. you know, this is kind of just for myself, healing process. Yeah. So you would actually write down the thoughts of that sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, so yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So just so I understand the question right. Yeah. Um, you're saying, what do you say to that that little voice in, in the back of your mind that um, like doubts you? Kind of, kind of like that inner critic. Is that kind of? Yeah. Or yeah. Person? Or is it even an issue for you? Because some people, it's not necessarily there. Sure. Or maybe it is there, but it's kind of. Okay. Just not as loud. Yeah, <laughs> that's a yeah. good way to say it. Yeah, it's not as loud. Well, for me, that used to be a huge issue, like an enormous issue when I was younger. And I would really often overthink and overanalyze and doubt myself. And I just found from living that way for so long how painful it was that it's just not worth holding on to those thoughts mm -hmm. and those beliefs because of how bad it makes me feel. Plus, uh, I mean, living with a Jamaican dad helps too. <laughs> you know, screaming at you every time. You know, like fix your blood clot posture, this that, or like, yeah, like you know, telling me to not think negatively. This doing martial arts too. Right. Um, but yeah, what really helped was just finding that I just feel way better when I trust myself, when I believe in myself, but at the same time being humble and knowing that. Like if I have a weakness, there's something I need to work on. It's going to take time to get there. I'm not going to be delusional and think I'm incredible at something I just started. But but giving yourself um, credit for the things that you are good at, I think is just um, it's it's necessary. I think to be a good performer because the audience like they feed off of that confidence and that energy, and it, it uplifts them. And if you're kind of doubting yourself or feel kind of insecure there, they're not going to um, be like as receptive to to receiving that that energy and i think it's um it's a really powerful position to be in to be able to actually like change somebody's mood say who's in the audience or make somebody feel really good who m might have had a bad day or something like that yeah nice anyone else yeah um for sure i, I definitely uh have dealt with that a lot where it's just uh not believing in myself just like doubting myself a lot. I think what's helped me overcome those thoughts and feelings a lot 
is uh, Learn, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It actually, like, helped. Learn actually helped me in so many ways. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah honestly, yeah. it's beautiful. Yeah, for real. Um, yeah, because uh, I remember when I first started writing at the writer's group um, and actually started to share and started to actually, like, have the courage to actually share my piece with people in in the group, um, I remember like the reception, like that I would receive. It it, it was always like so very, it was so uplifting and so positive. Mm-hmm. Where it's like like the whole time I'm like, man, like that just sucks. Like I hate this. Why am I even sharing this? You know? And like after I'm done reading it, I just hear like people like, wow, like this touched mm-hmm. me here. Like this move, like <laughs> like move this moved me. Like this this part this moved this part of me. And like this kind of uplifted me, and like the the writing was really good. It was really well. So it was just very like positive. So like at first, like in my head, like I would be like, yeah, these these people like they're getting paid to tell me that you know. Mm-hmm. Since like you know, like they're just saying that to be nice, you know. Like and then so I, would, I started telling you that. Yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, said, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's like so yeah, like honestly, like it it took a while, even with the mindful MCs. I remember like performing. A lot of times before the gigs, I would feel like I would I would feel that I'll feel like I don't deserve this. Like I don't I don't deserve to be with these people. Mm-hmm. Like I don't deserve to be like doing this. You know, what I'm saying like I don't I don't deserve this. You know, it's like it's weird. And a lot of times it would it would really like affect me like emotionally mm-hmm. and even mentally. Where I would like just really like want to like leave the group or not perform at all or just like go do something else, like run away and hide type of feeling and. um yeah, honestly, like, the group helped me out <clears throat> a lot with that. And sometimes, like, just telling me, like, man, like, you're amazing. Like, don't doubt yourself. And just, like, giving me mm-hmm. confidence and just boosting me and just things like that, you know. So it's, like, um, yeah, it's 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 something that I've definitely battled with and struggled with. And uh, I guess, like, with the time, just that it's just been healing every now and then. Like, I felt like with every performance that we did, like, some part of me healed. Like something changed yeah. within myself, you know, like something like I like I overcame something. It was, it was really weird. Like with each performance, I remember feeling that and I was like, because before the performance, I'll be like in this like nervous wreck, <laughs> you know, like just like thinking about like things of the past and things like that. And I don't deserve this. You know, I'm, I'm a horrible person and stuff like that, you know. And yeah, a lot of it was just like a lot of pain and trauma that was mm-hmm. still there and, and I guess like doing these performances and just being around like very love loving people mm-hmm. like that really care about you and really just wanted the best for you just kind of brought that up where it's like this is unreal you know like I don't deserve this you know because like so it's like yeah and it just took took time like I, I still feel that every now and then but it's definitely not as bad as before and uh, like Meshach was saying just like not really believing those thoughts like they're there but not really identifying with them, just mm-hmm. kind of like listening to them, but knowing that the truth is then the facts is that you you do deserve this and you you are great, or else like you wouldn't be part of this group. You know, they would have kicked you out by now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, thank you. That's really they wouldn't pay you. That's really nice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah. Hmm. yeah. A lot of, like. I do this a lot in my brain, which is overthinking, but sometimes that overthinking leads to kind of me doing like CBT in my head. So it's kind of like flipping from a negative to a positive. So I remember there's like certain 
like anxiety words for example like saying like um this pen always hates me and this pen will never be here for me compared to saying like um this pen doesn't like me sometimes or maybe i get into a fight sometimes but it's not my fault kind of thing Mm. it's like flipping Mm -hmm. those thoughts of changing it to um something i guess not as negative if Mm -hmm. that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah more realistic yeah more realistic thinking kind of like the emotional mind compared to the wise mind so the emotional mind was essentially like like maybe you're angry and you're thinking so much and you're like no this person like i'm gonna i'm gonna go hit them and you kind of like got to take some space take some time back and be like no you know what maybe they're just having a bad day Mm. something like that cool jamie well i was i was just thinking like how like a lot of what we're doing is trying to eliminate that stigma around mental health and just realize that we're all humans having a human experience and going through the motions every day and like just talking about these kinds of things and like putting them out there in the open and like having these conversations with others and and really allowing people and and reminding people like they're not alone like you're not alone in feeling that way um yeah it's so powerful yeah that really is is that uh, do you know the, you? I assume you know the Marianne Williamson quote where yeah. that comes from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's amazing. Um, okay, what? Uh, so what's going on now? Or do you have anything in particular you want to say? Or what's up next? Um, um, I'm actually curious to know what the the Marianne quote is. To oh, be <laughs> yeah, we'll find it. I'll get it. I'll get it. You mean the shine one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, actually, you might know it as. Um, it's a really good poem. It gets attributed to Nelson Mandela sometimes. Oh, I'm not sure I if you. I learned one day when I like it was led in a the, peer support. It was in the movie Coach Carter. I've seen it in other like movies. Coach Carter. <laughs> <laughs> what movie is that? It's a it's a basketball movie with Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. And the, the poems in the end, cool. and, like an inspiring scene. Okay. I also want to give some love to like the organizers or the people that have really been inviting us to perform a lot and like supporting us from Mm -hmm. day one like so we would be doing our coffee house shows at learn in like a small room and then people who worked at cam h would come like people from gives the light and then they started inviting us to larger cam h events like this fashion show that's coming up may 9th yeah. May 9th, okay. 1.30. 1.30. Uh, Workman Arts has yeah. been a huge supporter yeah. and asked yeah. us to come yeah. It's play a pretty for... amazing organization. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, create being, learn. Yeah. Sure. All right, I got the quote here. Should I read it? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's like more religious. Than yeah, this. but I... Is she yeah. like a nun or something? <laughs> no, actually, not like a Mother she Teresa, our, but the she's... the president. She's like a candidate for president. Come on. For, yeah. For the uh, for Democratic her. Party? I think so. Jesus, that's really? incredible. Wow. Okay. <laughs> our deepest fear is that we are inadequate. Sorry. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves... Who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. 
We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Wow. Yeah, it's yes, heavy. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's beautiful. Isn't it is beautiful. Um, so uh, May 9th, mm-hmm. the fashion show. Yeah, we've... Uh, yeah, uh, Are you going to incorporate the choreography into that one, or is it too soon? That's the plan. Yeah. 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 Oh, First damn. show after choreography. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. That's exciting. We're, we're in the recording studio, actually, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, last Looking week, forward. too. Yeah, we're working on a single that yeah. wants to become an anthem for mental health and a music video. That's incredible. This year, hopefully the single will be done at, at, at this rate. We got that quote. So maybe like around the end of this month or, or maybe right for the fashion show at, at the mm. latest, we can drop that mm. single video and hopefully another single or, or two. We also working on throwing our own show mm-hmm. this, nice. this summer. You can check out details on our social media um, or website, mindfulmcs.com or my, mindfulmcs. Uh, it was Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Mindful MCs. And it'll MCs. also be in the show notes or the podcast notes of this. Uh... Great. Uh-oh. Can you hear that? No, I can't hear There's a song. Okay. Um, uh... Oh, God. You were the single and the... So would you do the show at Workman Arts? Our own show, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they said that they will partner with us, so I think it'd be a great space to do it because it can fit around the amount of people we'd want to bring out. And um, yeah, we've done shows there before, and we've got a good a good vibe with them. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm just getting this Outcast song Yay! extra <laughs> terrestrial. Yes, that was one of the first verses I learned for Whole World. So you know when this I was, one? No, I don't know this one. Oh, so it's called E.T. I think I might. Yeah, it's actually called Extraterrestrial. Downloading this. <laughs> um, it's funny, yeah, because when you're talking about Big Al and <laughs> even Tupac, like those, like I was born in 81. So like I grew up not quite in like the full gangster rap era, but like Big Al's pretty gangster. Yeah. Uh, Tupac definitely is. Um, although at the same time, he has that soft... <laughs> side you know he's an incredible yeah my god he is incredible um okay so we're gonna rock out to this song as much as you can do to that this type of song uh is any anything else anybody wants to say what time is it oh we're okay good so it's been about an hour one one thing like one of our intentions is to do public speaking as a group when we did one at uft earlier this year so we're hoping we can do some more of those this year. That would be amazing as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah we're going to do a little speech, actually, before I set at the at the fashion show. Nice. So is it that. free entry, do you know? It's free. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. yeah free. Like the wind. Like the Free like the wind? Do you want to drop a little something for us before we go or what? Yeah. Yo, could we drop like some verse or something? Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Just like acapella? Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. which song? Free. Free. Mentally healthy. Free. Mentally healthy. Mentally healthy or free. Or everybody could just drop a verse from something different. Yeah, like because we don't have a favorite verse or something. All right. Okay, do it. Yeah, let's do it. Come on. <laughs> okay. It's full on acapella. I'm gonna drop the one from free. 
Okay. You want to drop that one? So, like, go for we, it. You, all right, go first. Yeah. Do it. So yeah, this is from Free Like the Wind. Um, it's my verse on it. Uh, let me try to remember it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It goes like it's like welcome, welcome, well done, well done, made it through another year. Congratulations for each tear that I cry. Wish I would die. The pain in my heart makes it hard to start my day with a smile. Who should I dial? Keep pushing one more mile. I'll be fine in a little while. Bless. 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 Look to the sky. Wonder why I'm alive. All I know must survive. We are riders, survivors, not quitters, but warriors. Overcoming all barriers. This is our anthem. Welcome, welcome. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm, the, I'm the audience member. Damn. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. All right. What do we got? Who's next? Um, you know, can I do a sad verse? Sure. You can do whatever, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that the new song or the song's actually called Sad? Okay. All right, cool. Okay. I like to laugh a lot. Half the time I'm caught. Thinking about the lost opportunities I'm crossed. Head menacing, lacking all the liberty. My identity always had a cost. All I did was mop floors off my tears drop. Battling my enemy made my heart stop. Lethally leave him behind a back street Without a pity leave him in a bad week uh. Traumatize his whole family yeah. Cause actually landing in the coma Was the past me yeah. mm. All dogs go to heaven mm. All cats go to heaven mm. Yeah I'm sad that he sent it But I know it's alright Reunite me with a welcome mm. 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 <laughs> Welcome Yeah Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, go for I'll it. I'll do we'll a medley. Medley healthy. Nice. If you want to get up and use one of those too, oh, okay. it might be more comfortable <laughs> for <laughs> you. <laughs> and that can at least look Never at you for more than 10 <laughs> seconds. <yet. laughs> All right. Been holding my breath, biting my tongue, compressing my lungs. The damage is done. done. Time to let go. Time to release, give love to the beast. Take a second to breathe and embrace this moment. Hold it, fold it, keep it floating in a forward motion. Take notes from the ocean. Seek beauty in the broken. Seek truth from within. You are all that you need. Listen. Listen. To what your heart is telling you. Listen. Listen. To what your gut is telling you. Listen. Listen. To your inner wishing. Listen. 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 Hey. Yeah. <laughs> so good here. Watch over the cord. Oh man, so good. Can I hold this? It's been a long time. Cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll do my mentally healthy. Do it. Do it. Verse two. Yo. It's about recovery. Every single day I live, I make a new discovery. Yeah. Working hard to discover me. Introspection every day. Yo, that is my summary. Working hard on my self-care. self-care Just trying to get up off that welfare, welfare. I'm working hard to get myself there welfare. But sometimes life just feels like it's so unfair, unfair. Time to bring on in the cavalry 
Cause we be having lots of casualties. Casualties. And my depression creeps up casually. Casually. But I gotta make it to recovery. Crimes committed by the mind disease. Gotta break the stigma and the fallacies. Yeah. Cause we, we love, love peace. We, we love, love beats. We, we love, love streets. We, we love, love peeps. Human beings make your life a masterpiece. Okay, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. This was the Mindful MCs. I uh, all want to say goodbye and and I don't know. Peace, peace, bye. Take care. Peace. All right. We love you. Love everybody. Peace, everybody. Unity.